morning. Let's get the show on the road. All right. Uh, East Watch tonight. <laughs> That's uh, right. Was Even ev- though season seven, really... episode five. Yeah. Uh, is the Bruchette after show for that for Game of Thrones? But yeah, what did you guys think coming off the? We also got Will with us. This week, Jared's brother. That's right. Yep. Yeah. He's been on the He's podcast on before. Yeah. I have not been on this show. No, it's, I have, it's the same thing. I have worked with you kind before. Of weaseled into our normal show. Oh, okay. So, Is it on yeah. the same RSS? Yeah, same RSS. All, RSS, all okay, that. Cool. Yeah. Well, then, greetings once again. Yeah. Well, glad to be back. So, um, I don't know. I wrote a bunch of notes this episode. Uh, I thought it was badass that Gendry came back, finally. Yes. And Which wrecked some people with his hammer. Perfect storytelling-wise, because he... Is, at least in the books, we were talking about uh, Valerian Steel the other week. Uh-huh. And at least in the books, the guy that taught him, taught Gendry how to like work with steel, he's one of the few people that knows how to reforge Valerian Steel. Oh, so it's pretty cool that Gendry's back. Because A, he knows how to reforge Valerian Steel, but also I'm sure he can do something with all that dragon glass. Mm-hmm. Well, that's yeah. only like through the books, though. It hasn't shown us that he knows how to mess with that kind of that tier of crafting material. Well, if you technically, will. it sort of it has. Um, when they reforge Ned Stark's sword, Icebringer or whatever it's called, um, do they actually tell you who did it? Yeah, it was uh, Gendry's dude. So, Gendry's dude. Gendry's yeah, like the guy that taught him. His, oh, like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 His, sensei. Yeah, his sensei, mm. mentor, what have you. But I don't know. I liked this episode. It was a lot of chess piece placing, which I liked. Um, I don't know. I was surprised to see Drogon not as beat. Like, he seemed pretty all right. Yeah, after taking yeah. a giant ballista bolt to the shoulder, you'd think he'd need some time to recover. But, you know, whatever, dragons. I actually liked yeah. that bit that, he, he, you know, not indestructible, but, uh, you know, there's, there's this whole, yeah, there's this whole legend that these dragons are so strong and so powerful mm-hmm. and they're going to change the, change the face of the entire war. And if he basically took one ballista bolt and was down, that would break a lot of that. Yeah. 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 So I kind of like the fact that he bounced back quick from it. Oh yeah, for sure. And I assume because they are magic creatures, cause we talked about that a little bit tonight during the episode of. Like how you somebody asked it maybe it was you, me I was how, asking how does she have so much control over the dragons and without any kind of like at least montage or anything of her working yeah. with the dragons all of a sudden they go right. from like not listening to her at all and being gone for a year or however long and to like no, I, all I of a sudden she's got magic. like word commands for him just yeah I think that's just the ma- well that's a like old Valerian term for burn shit up yeah that's the that's something. the only trick she ever taught them it seems like that's the one it showed her teaching them and it's the only thing she's ever had them do since then. I always assume though because they're magical creatures and magic exists in this world is that that was sort of what's special about Targaryens is they literally have dragon blood in them and we saw that tonight where he sort of sniffs John and like lets him pet his nose. It's yeah. like he was liking that. Drogon was liking that. He was having a good time. Whoa. And uh, it's sort of it's something about their magic blood like they can smell the Targaryen and that was the big thing with the Targaryens is they had immense control over these dragons that nobody else could mess with. Right. Which is why their crest is a dragon. Yeah. But um, have we had the conversation of these are actually waverns, not dragons? 
on this yes, podcast. Yes, I think so. I'm sure, Directly yeah. The wyverns, I, they I don't know I've brought wyverns. it up at some point. Maybe yeah. not specifically on the Game of Thrones after show, but I've definitely brought it up on the podcast. Yeah, they only I'm have two sure. legs, so they're technically not yeah. dragons. Yeah, their their wings are also like arms, but they, yeah. it's I, I don't like that little aspect, but... That's lots of stuff. That's nitpicking, I guess. Yeah, it was neat Fucking to see... Lord uh, of the Rings does that, but that's not... That's a yeah. whole other... It was neat to see Jamie, though. That, uh, the power of that pussy's fallen away. We were talking about that the other week. Like, when him and Cersei banged in, like, episode one or two. That's all Jamie needs all through the series. Just the power of Cersei's pussy to bring him back. That's all he needs. And, uh... And he's now, starting to lose that. He saw those dragons burn shit up, and he's starting to lose that. Yeah, but now now they have another kid, and he's sort of back oh, on the she, wagon. Yeah, she pulled him back in right there at the very end for a second, but he's going to end up turning on her. Yeah, for sure. I see that. I could see that. I still see that. I, yeah. I, well, I think the whole kind of series is pointing to Cersei dying alone. Which Oh, is, yeah, I mean, that kid's going to die because that's what that uh, – there was that flashback in season four or something that showed her as a kid oh, yeah. going to see the the prophet lady who told her that like I any, it was any four kids children, you have four four what is it gold in their crowns and also gold in their shrouds that whole thing right yeah was some all her kids are gonna die yeah basically yeah the TLDR on that it's yeah just like your kids gonna die all of them and they have so far so and they said something about. Three kids, or no? She said four kids, didn't she? I don't know if it had a specific number. I don't remember. It could. I don't know though. I I took it as like just all of her kids. Okay. But either way, that yeah. that would still be four. Yeah. Well, now so, that would be number four. Yeah. So either way. So I have a bunch of notes written down, but it's hard for me to read what they say. So I've been trying to figure out all of them. Ah. Um, I was wondering why Bran is just now sending ravens. He's like, oh, shit, there's an army coming. Like, he just now saw this. He's As he's been making it very clear, he's the three-eyed raven now. So I feel like he should have known this already. I think he's finally, like, con- confirmed a position for it and actually has, like, news to tell at this point. Um, a, a lot. It, plus, he has to figure out how to use his power because he was only taught like not even minimum basics. Yeah, but he's been traveling for Months. God knows how yeah. long. I mean, unless he can fast travel too, just like everyone else. I think that's what everyone. Yeah, I think that's what everyone does. Is just you know, click a button. Well, now it's all fast travel because yeah, I, except I just except the White Walkers who are supposed to be able to fast travel and haven't done it yet, and I don't see. John Snow's about the plan White working out is like when they see humans, they can sprint, but they're dead, so they don't run out of breath. So why aren't they just sprinting, sprinting the like time. hauling ass we've towards seen, the south? We've seen the king teleport. We've seen him do it, Has and he, he doesn't teleported? do it. Yeah, he's done it before Wait, when they was teleported? when he was when they were fighting before that last time. I've, I'm pretty sure I've seen. I don't him think do it. Yeah, that was the, teleportation. The, I just think he can move very swiftly. Well, okay. the body yeah. of. The king was like destroyed with Valerian steel. That wasn't the king, though. That was like but one of his generals. generals. It still yeah. popped right back up somewhere else, like almost immediately. Are you sure it wasn't a different one, though? I'm pretty sure it was the same one. Hmm. 
Like I don't think so. Yeah, I, I think once they're I don't no, killed. I don't think those guys can be killed with Valerian like with normal means, whether it's Valerian steel or the dragon yeah. glass. I no, think, I'm pretty I think sure that, that like have... once that one died, he was dead. Yeah, I think he was dead. And it's like because also I thought there was always and it's five, like, right? You know, also you're coming from recently binge watching all this. True. So you've like watched all of it like really quickly, where I've been rewatching this over the years. Okay. And I'm fairly certain because the my understanding of the way the White Walkers work, um, is you've got the Night King. He's like the main one that you see in that flashback last season where the children of the forest stab the obsidian into the guy's chest. Yeah. He's the Night King. He's the main one. And then he's been turning kids into his generals or whatever. He's been turning the baby boys into his generals or whatever. And that was the one that Jon Snow struck down at Hardhome. And, you know, they're, they're like, lucid and get up and talk, like, walk around and are badasses. And then you've got the whites, which are essentially zombies. Just zombies, yeah. yeah just drones. And, and then those you can kill with the valerian steel what i'm pretty sure even the regular like big the actual white walkers you can kill with valerian steel and even the night king yes absolutely because sam killed a white walker yeah 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 Yeah, that was a straight up white walker yeah yeah he stabbed him in the shoulder or whatever yeah and Mm -hmm. just like disintegrated yeah so they definitely die it's just there's a lot of them yeah so so here's my question their plan is to go up there, Jon Snow and his crew of, like, six or whatever. You mean the Ocean's Eleven heist right. team? Right. Yeah. So they're going to go up there. They're going to capture one. Great. So they have all this travel Seems time. Seems like a horrible plan to me, but I don't see it, what other plan they have. Right. So, yeah. So here's, why, here's part of why it's a horrible plan and why it's never going to work. So they go up there. They have all this travel time. They catch one of these walkers. Great. Good for them. They are traveling all the way back, but are they not? still are the walkers still not traveling all the way back like how are they not all going to just get there at the same time and therefore making the whole purpose of this thing pointless well they for one being a small team can move much quicker than the army in theory true but tanner just said they can run they've seen them run when they're chasing yeah i I, did i totally acknowledge what tanner just said about them being able to run definitely and two who is to say that the wall wouldn't hold them back for long enough to deal with, uh, you know, to, to go show Cersei this body while, all right, well, our wall's already getting tagged. We need help now. Here's one of these things. But then I also have a counter-argument where <laughs> if there isn't any, like, sub-zero freezing temperature, won't this thing just, like, decompose on the way down there? Won't it, like eventually get to a point where like a zombie would decompose so much that it just can't move anymore just can't function well, that, that's what i think part of the shtick with the white walkers and whites is is that they reference in the little inside the episode after this episode the one of the showrunners reference how and i'd actually completely forgotten about this how in season one they had taken yeah. a hand of one down south to do this very thing to prove like hey we've got a uh, severed dead hand here that's still wiggling like there's some fucked up shit up north you guys need to know about but it had withered away so it makes like i previously sort of thought this but seeing this after the episode just now made me think that maybe they just can't take the heat like as the big winter comes that they've been talking about this whole time 
that allows them to move further south. And they so King's Landing presumably doesn't have a whole lot to worry about until it gets really fucking cold. Hmm. I got the sense it was more just an urgency issue of before there was no great singular urgency to get that limb down there. In this case, that's that the too. entire point of what they're doing. So yeah. they're going to make sure they hustle that thing down before it decomposes too yeah. much. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're yeah. probably yeah. right about that. Yeah, that's very true. And uh, that other guy, I can't remember his name, but that curly-headed guy, that Senate, he was kind of a douchebag. The one that stabbed John. Oh, he yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, the curly-headed. The kid? No, 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 not, no, no. Not Ollie. Not the yeah, the, not fucking Ollie. The one that's been there since season one, just being a dick Oh, to John. yeah, the yeah. curly-headed, like, oh, you know, you know, like, fucking bastard, you know. The, the, the renowned. guy. Yeah, he's renowned. Yeah, as a dick. He kind of looks like Mitch Horowitz, the writer and whatnot of Arrested Development. They could be secret brothers, yeah, but. I can't pull the anyway. name, but I know what you mean. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um. No, something I really noticed this episode, and I've got a theory I want to lay down that I've been reading online that I think is interesting um, that's separate from this. I just don't want to forget to talk about the theory. Uh, But one thing that's pretty interesting is that all this season, it seems a really big theme to have, or just overall, like, kids aren't going to pay for their parents' sins. That's a huge theme this season. And we even saw, I mean, it showed up in every single episode. You had it, uh, like, in the very first episode where John was like, no, I'm not going to take this family house away. You know, I'm not going to take this family castle away from the sons and daughters of this family because of the fucked up shit their parents did. And then Danny does said the same thing to John. was like, you know, I'm not my father. I'm not, you know, I'm not the mad queen and all this. Did you just call her Danny? Yeah, that's what they call her in the show. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then, especially with Gendry showing up this episode, that was another big theme. Yeah, is, talking about his dad, too. kind of going the other way, because Robert Baratheon was actually a pretty solid dude. You know, like, at least the little bit we saw of him in the first season. Like, sure, he liked his whores, and he liked to drink and But he, whatnot, had, a, he but, had a better moral compass than Yeah, most. like, he seemed to be a... I mean... A, a he was pretty, a party guy. Uh, but... Yeah, he partied, but other than that, the kingdom seemed to be in some pretty decent order while he was ruling, at least. Not financially. Yeah, not, not financially, financially, for sure. Yeah, but, uh, so I thought that was neat when when Gendry and John were able to meet up and have that connection, because it was like, no, my dad liked your dad. We're both bastards. I'm like, fuck yeah. And then he had <laughs> daddy's hammer. Yeah. That was sweet. I'm excited yeah. to see that thing get used. Again? Yeah. I mean, I we, we got teased with it. I'm excited to see that thing used. I didn't realize that that was Robert's hammer. I mean, it's not the same one. Okay. But uh, that, that was, was his trademark, yeah, if that you was will, like in battle. Yeah, that was his big thing. He had, like, at the Battle of the Trident, that was the big battle that uh, basically decided, like, okay, Targaryens are out, Baratheons are uh, in the house now. That was the Battle of the Trident. And I think it was, was that where Rhaegar got killed? I can't remember entirely. I just remember it being the Battle of the Trident. Yeah, I, that but, I'm fuzzy on. Yeah, but yeah, it, he was he became famous for like wielding this massive war hammer, and so it was a throwback to, 
you know, daddy's hammer. You know, that's yeah. what his dad used. It was really cool to see Gendry, like, actually good with that hammer, too. Yeah. Like, just fucking swing that thing. Like, dudes. it was nothing. Like, it was nothing. This yeah. kind of yeah. wiry. He's definitely bulky and, like, like, but he's not huge. Yeah. He's kind of like... Oh my god! A uh, perfect example is uh, Siegfried or Nightmare. He's like a, a high from, school wrestler. Build. Well, he's like the smallest of the big guys. Yeah, it's a high school wrestler. Like he's like short, like a pit bull of a human. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Kind of short and snaggy, but no. This theory. Uh, if I can dig up, I want to credit. It's not my theory, and if I can dig up where I found it on Reddit, I'll credit whoever came up with this. But I thought it was interesting. So they talk about. The all the different gods in this world, like you've got the, what was it like the drowned god? You got the drowned god, the seven, the, yeah. the old gods, yeah, yeah, the trees. And uh, this theory was basically saying that all the final players that are coming to the fold in the last bit of this are are uh, sort of metaphors or symbols for these gods. Mm, okay, like you've got Theon, he would be the drowned god, and then you've got. Like, whatever, the ice and fire gods, whatever. Those are pretty obvious, I feel. And this laid it out a lot better than what I'm doing, but I thought it was an interesting theory, and I could totally see that playing out, because this whole thing is... I don't know, it's interesting seeing this play out so after then, the books don't exist. I was you know? going to say, so then does Cersei represent the Seven? Like, I'm trying to actually place this all together. Well, it'll be the now. final players of the ones that are actually going to be the deciders. Like, Cer- Cersei's going to die. You know, she's going to die a fiery death. Like, it won't be this season. It'll be, like, we're getting six episodes next season, so it'll be, like... Four. Episode five, maybe. Yeah. You know, maybe four. But, yeah, she's going to die. She's going to get burned. She's going to... They're going to really give us that catharsis with that. We got it with Joffrey. I think we'll get it with Littlefinger, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. we'll, get, we'll get a good catharsis. And I think, I think Arya's going to fucking kill Littlefinger. I think like she's if gonna it happens, that's how that dude. I, I feel like Littlefinger is a little too important to the story, but if he does die, it will be by Arya's blade. See, as the as the story goes on more and more, I feel like Littlefinger is less important and like just less and less important. Because this whole time we've been led to imagine that he's got complete masterful control over everything and that he knows everything happening. But then we we've seen this season that that control can be pulled out of his hands fairly, fairly easily. Well, and then he's part of that is water. he's, he's still very good at, at manipulating and he's good at having control, but he's only good at having control at things he has access to. Yes. Yeah. He's really kind of secluded right. away in, in Winterfell and only has the ability to manipulate things in that vicinity. Whereas when he was at King's Landing, you know, he had the ability to affect so many more things. His reach was so much, so much greater. That's true. Yeah, or, because he's, he doesn't actually have a, a strong army or really any kind of, like, way to bend your arm in, unless he's right there, you know, talking in your ear. He, he is very much a manipulator rather than, like, being forceful. And so, yeah, the further he is away from his reach at King's Landing, the, the less influence he has. And so, yes, things will slip mm-hmm. out of his fingers just because he, he just doesn't have the brute force that other houses had. Yeah. He's all about being an informant rather than being a, a thug or tyrant. I mean, he is, he is the Lord of the Vale. Yeah. So yes, he, he is. does have some title and some 
some uh, weight, but uh, yeah, but I think he's much more comfortable not being the Lord of the Vale, but being mm-hmm. Littlefinger. Yeah, yeah. No, I thought Arya was going to kill him tonight, actually. Like, just sneakily slit his throat or something in the dungeons, sneak around, but... He hadn't made the list yet. Yeah. His, I didn't know if she, if he was on her list or not, but... No. Uh, no. But I don't know. I, I Maybe think, he just wants you to think he's falling into obscurity. Maybe. maybe. I don't know. I feel like no, I feel Littlefinger like he's got sort some... of has this thing where... As the viewer, you can sympathize or maybe empathize with him where it's a metaphor for lack of control. Like where you think you have control and you never really do. And that's Littlefinger's whole shtick is he always thinks he has control and he never actually does. I feel like it's a little bit of that where he's flying by the seat of his pants and he kind of just is so creative. That's how he gets things done. But I feel like he's got an ace in the hole. He's got something up his sleeve that mm. will just floor the audience when he finally has to pull it out. And that might be our last encounter with him. Like, he may end up dying after that, but I feel like he's going to find, like, they, they're going to write a way to make him surprise the audience greatly. See, I feel like right now he's treading water trying to find that ace in the hole. I don't think he's got it yet. I think he's trying to find it. He's just trying to survive. Which, I mean, he's Lord of the Veil. Vale. Yeah. Just yes. like, you are you got the veil. Vale. It's like. He's not content with that, though. Unbreakable. No, you course, can't. It's, not it's never been seized. He's not yeah, content with that, I don't believe. It's not really a strategic point. Like, who cares about the veil, really? That's why it was left to some crazy-ass lady and her man-child son. Yeah, right. Boy-child man child whatever is that man child well, around still yes is, yes he's, he's still, still around. around yeah it was left to them because the actual lord of the veil vale went down to be hand of the king and was killed and that's how the whole thing started though yeah it's true with john aaron oh that's right yeah. okay yeah like you've just binged this thing like yeah yeah you came off a bender basically well okay so we watched it when it first came out and so, like, the first two seasons, I, di- I haven't seen in years. So that all is a little murky. But, yeah, what was it? Well, no, actually, we just binged the last five, or the last two seasons, I want to say, from season five. Okay. Right. Like, we've been kind of keeping up with it here and there. We, as in my household. <laughs> all right. So you watched it in, like, Kind of the worst time frame to ever watch a TV show. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. No, I'm 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 terrible about it. We're gonna watch the like... beginning and then wait years, years, and then binge it <laughs> all at once. Well, I think there are segments where we would keep binging it. Um, so first two seasons, and then let let it go for a little while, and then like another two or three seasons, and then let it go for a little while. Because Netflix has spoiled me greatly, and if I can't just binge watch something, uh, I kind of don't want to waste the time on it until I can. It's it's just kind of well, how my Game brain of Thrones works. is a hard show to binge watch. Just in I that have it's so, so many dense. details. Yeah. It's so and dense. you can't really be doing something else while it's on. No, so no. you have to sit there one hundred percent focused. It's a good like That's hangover. Why I love that show so much. Yeah, it's a good why hangover I love binge watch. Game of Thrones I, is because it requires all of my attention. Yeah. 
I think based on what you just said, it's not a very good hangover binge mm. watch because then you have to actually concentrate on it, and it's not something you can just be like, uh, wait, what the fuck? Wait, who's that guy? I'm wait, actually where with, are they? How long did that take? I'm with Tanner because I multitask all the time, but if I'm like hungover and just want to concentrate on a yeah. single thing, like yeah, I, I would much rather have something of a, of a denser mm. quality to concentrate on. And just sit there and really get into it and be in your pain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how you do it. But that's about all I had to say for it. You got anything else to Yeah, yeah, I, got, I have some other things on there. Um, who wrote the letter to Jon Snow telling him that his, that his sisters were both in Winterfell? Oh, I assumed it was the maester. The maester. The maester? Most yeah. likely. All right. And follow-up question, what did that letter say? Is it no, like, hey, well, uh, that, FYI. Well, you're talking about two different letters here. I'm talking about the letter that yeah, they the sent letter. to let him know that his sisters were in Winterfell. That everybody was there. He was like, oh, holy, and his brother. Well, He's like, holy shit. Yeah, Barris that, read, no, that right? The it. one that, that no, Barris they, was, they, like, reading? They, they wrote this letter. No, you're talking about two different letters here. No, I don't no, think No, I'm only is. talking yeah, about I don't one Well, there, there were two letters featured in this episode. Yeah, I know. But we're yeah. talking about the first letter to Jon Snow while he was... Yeah, they said what it was about. It was just Bran... Like Bran and his sister were alive. I know what it They'd was come about. Back. And then you asked Dio, like, what did I say, though? No, I, I asked, I want to know literally, how yeah. do you, what did that letter say? Mm-hmm. Like, like, hey, Nothing um, good. just so you know, uh, your sister's here. And, uh, like, how do you, how do you tell someone that? What words do you use to tell someone, like, hey, by the see, way, I don't give a shit you about thought that all letter. your family was dead. And they're all here in Winterfell. Except for the one that you watched die on a battlefield because of some fuck with a bow. Yeah, see, I don't give a shit about that letter just because, like, I was just they pretty curious. much told us. I, I want to know what that letter that Arya found was. I do, too. Well, we can yeah. go back well, and we can still, we can pause a screen well, on that was, one and look was, at it. It was out of focus. Looking at it, they, yeah, they blurred There's the focus. There was parts that were out of focus and, and, like, I... I am terrible at reading and, and throw cursive in there, and that makes it even worse. But, like, we there could, was a lot of it that was just indistinguishable. Like, I'm it sure, seemed like just a bunch of squiggles because of the focus. I'm sure we could go online and someone will have already put up what that letter says. You've already done that, I see over I, there. I, of okay, course, yeah, could so. be wrong because I cannot tell the future, unlike uh, the soothsayer that Cersei met. But uh, my assumption is they kind of told us what was in it with the conversation between Arya and Sansa talking about how she knew Sansa had a thirst for to rule and and possess a kingdom of her own and all that sort of thing. My assumption is it's just reinforcing that and Littlefinger's playing mm. into that idea, and that's how he's going to yeah. use Arya. Well, the reason I want to know what it says, I did read something in that letter where it said something about somebody being killed and dying of their injuries right, or something yeah. like that. That that's why I'm curious what it was. So what do we got here? And I I can't read all this right now. I'm not hooked on phonics. I need I need like a. <laughs> I'm a terrible reader as well. Show. It's okay. Don't, don't, they don't haven't explicitly bad. told us yet. We shouldn't know yet. I mean, we I, can just I'm go a great reader. I just didn't want to read it all. We yeah, should be speculating. Here. We could have literally just paused it and gone back and looked through it and read it. Like it's not. I don't. No, I don't think not, we can read it. Because I, I will say, I will, no, I'll say by morning that that screenshot will be on Reddit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So for those so that saying, uh, can we paraphrase that, we're gonna have to cut that. Is, You're gonna uh, have to cut that that silence. Is uh, what we're talking about is basically there's a uh, letter of where Sansa was forced by hand of the Lannisters to uh, beg Rob 
to bend the knee, and so they've got a copy of that letter. Is essentially what it is. Mm-hmm. Allegedly. Yeah, I still want to know what they were talking about in that letter we saw tonight about whoever was killed. There, I mean, it said killed in there. That's why I'm curious about it. Yeah, I don't know. I would assume Plus, it will be revealed. Yeah, it, yeah, it'll be on Plus Reddit the, tomorrow. Uh, but the I'm letter convinced that is too out of focus for the, us to read it. The letter that was given to him could not have been could have been something totally different than the one he planted in his mattress. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, because he wanted her to find that. Absolutely. That yeah. was that was exactly. It could be a fake letter, you know. Yeah, yeah he could have written that himself yeah, just to s- put uh, just to plant a more divide between Cersei and not Cersei, what Sansa and Arya. Right. No, it it was this letter. It was this letter. Uh the one we were talking about that Sansa was forced to write. It says uh Rob, I write to you with heavy heart. Our good king Robert is dead, killed from wounds he took in a boar hunt. Father has been charged with treason. He conspired with Robert's brothers against my beloved Joffrey and tried to steal his throne. The Lannisters are threatening me, uh, threatening me very well, or treating me very well, yeah, and provide me with every comfort. (laughs) I beg you, come to King's Landing, swear fealty to King Joffrey, and prevent any strife between the great houses of Lannister and Stark. So, yeah, what I was reading was the uh, killed from wounds is what I saw. Yeah, that's what I saw, too. That's definitely the same letter. Yeah, all right. So. Okay. Um, and I had one more question. How many times is Sam going to steal something from somewhere and run away? Because he stole his father's sword and left, and now he stole all these documents and yeah. books and shit like that and left. At least he, he's consistent. That's true. Has he done it before? Yeah. Uh, well, he stole uh, He stole a baby and a lady from Castor. That's Caster. right. He did and yeah. left. Yeah, he stole and a lady. There's a reason and left why he there. Up, well, there's a reason he ended up in, in the Night's Watch in the first place. Like, you don't get sent there because you're a good boy. Yeah, he well, no, he got, no, he got yeah. sent because he was a good boy. And his dad called him a pussy and was like, That's right. I don't want you around. Yeah, Randall sent him up there. Yeah, the ones that were burned tonight. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I knew that 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 was his father and brother. Yeah. His, I yeah. His that. dad was a dick and sent him up yes. there because he was basically just called him a pussy and was like, yeah. "Eh, I don't want you to have my name." Well, that's where that whole quote of "I don't want to be just reading about men greater than me" when he was leaving tonight from yeah. from mm. the fuck sit it out. Yeah. Um, yeah. That that was the quote that he he quoted his father. But I don't think he knew that they are dead yet. Like he, no, he definitely didn't know that still dead thinks yet. that they're with the. And then the he's gonna go meet up Lannisters. with uh, Jon Snow, and then find out that Danny, Danny burned his, uh, yeah, brother father and, and brother. Yeah. I don't think. Well, he's I don't think Jon Snow. No, he probably won't care. Nah, he probably won't. He'll just be like, "Ah, my dad was a dick." But like, was all right. He but... gets the house, doesn't he? Oh, I think his mom's still alive. He, but I still yeah, think but his mom the loves house. the shit out of him. Yeah, but no, he doesn't get the house because he joined the Night's Watch. Right? Is he really still he part of the Night's Watch though? Once, death? once and always. Yeah. Oh, okay. Even yeah, like leaving to like, be a maester. Yeah. yeah and all well, that but stuff? you have to get sent to be a maester, which is what he was. Which John is Snow, essentially the same thing. Yeah, John Snow found a loophole. Yeah. So. Because John Snow's awesome. Yeah. So either way, that's about all I got to say about it. Yeah, that's all I got. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, uh, that's been it for East Watch tonight. God, I wish we had thought of that name for the like whole ordeal here. That's such a good name. Thank East you, Brian, Watch. for that one. You're very yeah. welcome. The episode tonight was East Watch, but East Watch tonight sounds like anyway. Yeah, we'll see you. Uh, I guess next 
or I guess on Tuesday for our normal episode. Yeah, and or whenever you guys will hear it Thursday up. or Friday. Yeah. So we will see you guys next week, this coming week. Yeah. In a few days. All right. Catch you later. Later.